Raptors win! Raptors win! Get out the salami and cheese, mama! This ball game is over! There you go, folks. It's all good. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 8 of the Untitled Raptors podcast. It's your host, Talbot Akshu here. I'd like to thank you again for joining us. First, I'd like to apologize for the late delay. Uh, Akshay, tell us the true reason why we're delayed. Because we were both too busy watching Royal Rumble. That is not true. I'm not going to say that. I didn't watch the Royal Rumble. I was ready to record, but I had insider sources come to me and tell me that there may be some Anthony Davis rumors coming out. So I was like, you know what, Akshay? We may as well delay the taping before we get our facts straight. So that is a true reason. Absolutely. Royal Rumble. It's true. Yeah, Royal Rumble was great, though. Seth Rollins win the Royal Rumble. I'll tell you. Seth Rollins won? Yeah, he won, right. I was half asleep by the time that and It was six hours long, man. Six hours of wrestling. Oh, oh my God. God. Akshay watches six hours of wrestling on, a, on, on, on like a Sunday night, I tell you. Oh, it was. I, I only got there for seven, so I only watched five hours of it or whatever it was. It was just too, too long. Man, I think, I think WrestleMania is going to end up being like 12 hours long. They're going to do a pre-show and then a pre-pre-show and then a pre-pre-pre-show. And you're going to see like Sunday night heat level uh, fighters on on like the pre-pre-pre-pre-show. That's going to start at like 10 a.m. for, for WrestleMania. Actually, first of all, uh, let's introduce our viewers to what Sunday night heat is because not everyone has uh. watched wrestling growing up like you. So <laughs> this is a very, uh, very broad and generic assumption that you're making here. Sunday night heat is basically the G League of wrestling at the time before so before it was anything so that Anakshay used to watch that stuff so yes. clearly she growing up had no friends or no life whatsoever no Sunday Night Heat man that's where it's at you watch that and then you watch Simpsons that was that was my childhood okay anyways enough about wrestling this is not a wrestling podcast if we talk any more about it somebody who actually knows wrestling is going to be very critical of us because we don't know anything Absolutely. Let's um, get on with the show. <laughs> but uh, so, how was the how was the weekend? You, uh, you had, I saw you twice this weekend, so I kind of know how your weekend went. But I, yeah, we watched the game. We watched the game, and we played floor hockey again. The game we watched was uh, Houston Rockets. We'll get into that. Very exciting game. Yeah. Uh, also, floor hockey. We won uh, four three. Was it four three? No, five? six five. Six five. Six, five. Six, five. I don't remember when you score too many goals. You know, it's too easy. <laughs> It was not an easy game. We always blew it. Ah, we won it. Towards the end, it was pretty easy. The, the guy got people got mad at me, but it's okay. Yeah, it's okay. Some fire, some passion. You know, Talib's the heart of the team, right? We need to bring some anger and some passion into the team, right now. The Akshay, other, uh, Akshay was the scared other. about it. Akshay, Akshay was scared. Akshay was so okay, he get this. Akshay was a defender, and <laughs> there was a forward on the other team. And I kid you not, his beard was like a James Harden lookalike. Akshay couldn't defend him at all. So. Clearly, like every defender in the NBA, actually just let him sh- shoot all over yeah. him. I just saw the beard and got scared, ran away. Everyone fears the beard, man. <laughs> uh, anyways, um, yes. Yeah, so we went on Friday to watch the Houston game. If anybody gets table four hundred one at Real Sports, just reject it right away. It is the worst table in Real Sports. It's uh, pretty bad, though. It's really bad. Like I think we were looking at. We were looking at the screen like furthest away from us just because we couldn't actually see the screen that was closer to us because it was yeah. such a weird angle. Like 20 degree angle to the big screen. It was it was terrible. So thank God that game only was interesting for for the fourth quarter. Not even the fourth quarter. It's the last three minutes. Yeah, the last three minutes of the fourth quarter. Um, other than that, busy weekend watching wrestling. Let's get into this. Do you want to talk Anthony Davis before we get into 
Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. What's your, so, what's your thought? Give, give me your thoughts on Anthony Davis requesting a trade a year and a half. So give, let's give a let's give the our, our listeners a full view out of what's a few a little bit of understanding of the entire Anthony Davis situation. A little quick recap, Akshay. Yeah. So uh, Anthony Davis plays for the Pelicans, who are bad. They're pretty much a team that has five good players, um, and their bench is terrible. Uh, so he's actually requested a trade officially, and everybody thinks that he wants to go to the Lakers. But now that he's actually requested a trade, it's kind of the same situation with Paul George and with Kawhi Leonard. Um, we're going to basically now hear rumors for the next week of where he wants to go or what the packages are. So obviously you're like, oh, great, Anthony Davis. What would you offer for Anthony Davis? The, the That's big realistic. Thing- big thing about this is Anthony Davis is not a free agent this summer. Yeah. Uh, he is a free agent 2020. 2020 is his free agency year. So he's got a whole year and a half left on his contract. And he's he's basically told the New Orleans Pelicans that he's not going to sign an extension this summer. So he's just like, you know what? I want to be out. Now, some may view it as you're giving the Pelicans like a breather. Like you're giving them an option. You're like, you know what? Pelicans can actually trade him this in the next few weeks for get something get something valuable for him others are like again small market team suffers again what are your thoughts yeah so i think uh the biggest issue is that boston can't trade right now because they've got Kyrie on their their uh uh books and so Kyrie and anthony davis signed the same type of contract and there's eight of those contracts in the league right now and you can't trade for two of those types of contracts they're basically like super max level rookie contracts um so they can't trade and they probably got the best assets to trade yeah they probably have those barrage of picks and players that would be pretty perfect that's the unfortunate situation yeah. that boston gets who are the other teams on there i think you got la lakers yeah that's- they're the obvious one i mean the, the obvious one is the lakers boston there's some dark horses that i've been hearing you know would uh would denver throw jamal murray in a package to get him you know no, would you, you got Jokic. So I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't go yeah, with you that. Could, I mean, you get Anthony Davis. You get Anthony Davis. You, you don't. He, has, he is just to give it. It's an Anthony Davis has the highest player efficiency rating in the NBA at this moment on a very on a losing team. So yeah. it says quite a lot about him. He, uh, he's he's one of the best players. He's one of the best players in the NBA at this time. He's top five for sure. So okay, let's talk about this from a Raptor perspective. I sent you a trade this morning. <laughs> um. OG, Surge, Pascal, and a pick. I think that's what it would need to be to get it done. I don't know who's going to play, you know, like you're losing three players. Maybe you get like Etuan Moore back or something with it so it fills in the gap a little bit more. But I think that's kind of the level of package you have to put together for probably not even a trade to happen, but at least the Pelicans to be like, oh, that's that's interesting. I don't know, man. I think that's a... That's an interesting one, but I like. I don't know. We don't need Anthony Davis at the moment, right now. We're do, there's no need for us to make a trade if we don't have to make a trade. I see the point of getting Anthony Davis is almost like to entice Kawhi Leonard to stay, but I think Pascal, Serge have become such great players this year, and I intentionally left out OG. OG has not done really well this year, uh, but they've become such great players this year that I'm. It's kind of hard to lose that chemistry. The chemistry that Serge has with Kyle is very good, right? So that's something you're going to miss out on. I think when you trade players like Pascal and Serge, you're essentially also trading away Kyle because Kyle's baskets relate highly to are highly correlated to those players. So 
So you would be trading away a good point guard skills and you would not you'd get a different Kyle Lowry. Right? So that's my argument on that one. I don't think you need a trade right now. You've you've not even gotten ready. You've not even really mixed in Kawhi Leonard with the team. So this is pushing it quite far out. So if Masai is listening to this podcast, I completely disagree with you. If you can get Anthony Davis, you go get Anthony Davis. Uh, really- He's too damn good. I would give that. I would give that package up in a second for Anthony Davis. I don't think it's a good enough package, but I would give it up in a second. Yeah, that's because you got no heart, man. No loyalty to Pascal Siakam and the the cooking shows that Serge puts up, man. You know that's that's why. You know the poor guy gets a cooking show on YouTube, shows everyone that he can cook all these sorts of foods. You know people fall in love with him. The city's great, and now you want to trade him out, right? Just ridiculous, pathetic. But did you did you see Serge post a video? today about him and him ha- uh, handling the minus 20 uh, you know what you know what's funny what stood out me it stood out so much of that video he wore a louis vuitton uh scarf <laughs> i was like i didn't even know you make a louis vuitton it wasn't even a scarf it was like a it was like a band half bandana that he was yeah. wearing and I was it like, did not protect you from the cold that looked like so thin i was like that is not yeah. gonna work all right you might as well please let, let my grandma make something for you that's gonna be warm and solid i'll get you get you, <laughs> i'll save you from the cold but here's my thought what if the entire thing the whole anthony davis the pelicans the pelicans asked lebron james to to sit down not not play a few games just so they could actually assess the Lakers roster without LeBron James. So, you know, LeBron James has been out for a while. Now you can actually see who's actually valuable in the Lakers without LeBron James. You can see the true talent. Do you think this is a conspiracy theory by the Pelicans, Anthony Davis, and LeBron James to get the best package out? No, I do not. But I think you're overthinking this. I think, <laughs> I think Magic Johnson has said to the New Orleans Pelicans. Here are my five young guys. You can have them all if you want to give me Anthony Davis for a year and a half. Oh, man. All right, let's get back to Okay, let's, let's get into the Raptors. Yeah, let's get into Raptors. All right. Oh, Bruno. Shout out to Bruno before we start. They're, uh, what do you get? 11 points, three of five shooting. First, first game ever that he's played that's actually relevant. Back in the NBA, guys. He's back. He is back. Okay, let's do some likes and dislikes. I don't even know where you're sitting at. Like. <laughs> All right, so likes and dislikes. Let's let's get going on this week. So it was a it was a really busy week. We had four games, two and two. Uh, Sacramento and Toronto was the first game. Uh, they won 117-108. I don't really have a dislike. I thought that game was really uh, well played for the most part. And the, my biggest like, it's always going to be my like, is when they shoot the three-pointer well. They shot 40%, so that was my like. How about your your like and dislike? Uh, dislike, absolutely nothing. I uh, loved everything about it. I thought the Sacramento Kings would get, were going to give Toronto Raptors a bit of a run for the money, but Fox wasn't playing, so that changes the game quite a bit because Fox is the guy who really runs the floor on that team. Uh, loved the three-point shooting, but loved Norm Powell. I think he's back he's playing really really well so it was good to see him back in action as well so that's it was it was a pretty easy victory for the raptors in this one so no complaints nothing nothing off there uh excited it was good i think we had come off with a couple of losses the night before or so 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 it was good to get back in the winning call willing column for that one uh then toronto at indy we lost 110 106 my dislike was the injury to oladipo he's out for the year um that kind of sucks i mean it was really 
going to be cool to see like five solid teams in the East. And now you're really going to see four solid teams in the East. I don't think Indiana is going to be much of a threat without Oladipo. Um, and then McCaw was actually pretty good. I'm going to, I'm going to keep giving McCaw love because I, you know, so I, I believe, you know, how um, the NBA is investigating that the shenanigans that went on with, uh, with McCaw. And no, they, said, with they, they, they said it was uh, no, nothing, nothing wrong with that. Yeah. I don't believe it at all. There's no way like he, I'm now that I've seen him play, like he's not a superstar, but he can crack Cleveland's rotation. So they say you're you're saying that Cleveland just wanted to get back into Golden State, get him on the roster, and then and he would not have signed with Cleveland otherwise. Yeah, they they signed him on a two year, six million dollar non guaranteed deal, just so they wouldn't match. Because if they matched, then they would be on for tax issues and things like that, so they wouldn't match it. And then they released him like two days later. He's definitely good enough to be on Cleveland's rotation. Yeah, Cleveland is a pretty shitty ass rotation. Yeah, One of yeah. the worst teams in the league, guys. He can play some defense, and he he's he like got five rebounds, two assists in like twelve minutes. He can he can play. I think his, his defense is defense and hustle hustle stats show up quite a bit, and that's kind of cool to see. Just see like that, and it kind of fits our defensive mold, right? With our Delon Wright, McCall, like Kawhi Leonard, we've got like these guys who are very active with their hands on the defensive end, so it fits in really well in disrupting those passing lanes. Yeah, so I don't know, I don't get it, but. I'm, I feel like there was something there. They're just not revealing it. How about your uh, likes and dislikes? Dislike was Greg Monroe. I say it again. Oh. Greg Monroe is like two weeks ago OG. This is how much he, <laughs> he frustrates me. He is ridiculous. He got destroyed by Turner and, and then dominated by Sabonis, right? So Turner obviously starting. Okay, you can see a starter beat him up, whatever it is. And Sabonis, Sabonis is having a really good season, but he just completely took Greg Monroe to school. I cannot believe how much I miss Valentunas. And it is, it is absolutely ridiculous. And you know, I, I started looking into some numbers here and there, and I was like, okay, Jonas Valanciunas has his 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 presence in the court is so directly related to Kyle. It's almost ridiculous. Like Kyle used to shoot like a a sixty two percent effective field goal with Jonas on the court, and now he shoots at 47 percent. So Jonas creates that lot of gap on the offensive end, on the defensive end. He's a he grabs those defensive boards. He is a defensive presence. He he's he's pretty quick with his feet and he's pretty effective with his feet, Giannis. So I'm missing him a lot with this. So I'm hoping he comes back soon. I think it's a one week out, guys. Right? I think it's one week out. So that'll be it. And other than that, I loved surge mid range, surge and mid range game it was fantastic to hear. So other than that, pretty good to hear. What about you? Uh, yeah, no, I was, I mean, I don't have anything else. I think I thought Macau was good. Macau was good. Other than that, it was just a kind of a black game. Uh, Toronto at Houston. We kind of half watched that game because we had the worst seats at real sports ever. Um, 4-1, never get it again, guys. My, uh, my dislike for that game was, um, uh, was obviously, I don't know why I have Kale Pale playing with Kale. I thought, I thought they played okay. I think, I think the chemistry is still kind of coming back here with, uh, Kyle and, and, uh, and Kwai, um, I didn't think they played that well. But then, obviously, you for that game, I didn't think they played that well. But I think the next game, they start to improve it. My like was they came back. I think they were down like 11 with a minute and a half, and it was a two-point game. I mean, it's very unlikely to come back. But. That game had the biggest, the most amount of swings I've seen in a game in a long time. Like, it was up 14, and like would, they'd be up 14, then they'd be up 11, then, then bring it out to two, then go back up 11, 14. So the Raptors are honestly playing on that comeback game the entire game like they were just trying to reach houston uh i thought they played really good d on on james harden made him pass the ball out of his hands so that was pretty good 
no complaints there. Uh, what, what was your like? Uh, just the comeback. I just thought the comeback was okay. But I, I mean, I, honestly, when you when you put yourself down that much, there's not much to like from the game other than the fact that you kind of fought back, right? They didn't win, but that was about it. Yeah, I saw I saw I saw some weaknesses from Siakam in this game. I watched the game again later on, but I saw some weaknesses in Siakam. He couldn't create on smaller defenders and passed out quite often. Uh, this is probably like a red flag coming in. Like it's it's a flag coming in. I'd keep an eye out on smaller defenders. On a one-on-one, not transition, not transition, right? Transition, we know he does really well, but on not transition, he struggled quite a bit. Uh, it'll be interesting to see him improve on that. And you wouldn't trade him for Anthony Davis? No, 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 because we, we don't we don't need it. We don't, and it's not first of all you're saying you don't trade all that all the entire package, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The entire package, whatever. Yeah. Surgeon OG, I'm trading him. Anyways, we could argue about this another day. And your your like was uh, quiet. 11-19, five assists. It's pretty cool. It was awesome to see him take over, except the last possession. Last possession was like, if you guys know, like that was a that was we we were, I was watching that and we were just confused that possession. We knew it was going to be either a quiet ISO, which normally it should be a superstar ISO, but it was a bit too late. And mm-hmm. when you've got James Harden as a defender, you got to attack him. And James Harden played well, but I think Kawhi could have gotten a lot better shot, like inside, like a little uh, bit. Better. It was and, late. He was late. I, always agree you got to go for the three point go for the kill people are saying go for the two and everything no you go for the kill that's it like this is it you're on the you're on the road you go for the kill try to win it trying to win it right there there's no need to go for the two and force overtime because also you got to realize the raptors did not have a timeout at that time so even if they went for the two and they fouled they would have to inbound the ball from the other end so you're losing out on that yeah, yeah. No, I agree. On the road, you go for the three and just try, especially when you're a good team. Like, realistically, the one win here and there is not going to matter much for the, the Raptors at the end of the season. Um, Toronto at Dallas. So this was the, uh, this was the game we, I watched post-Royal Rumble. Um, so my dislike is um, the inconsistency with the tech fouls. Like, there was, I think uh, Leonard got a uh, tech in this game. A badass. That's what it is. He's a Leonard's he's, a badass. His second tech. He's his career high in techs. That's what um, it is. Man. <laughs> you, 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 once you become a Torontonian, you become a badass. Yeah, he's uh, he's definitely a badass with his two techs. That, but the 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 what the one issue is, DeAndre Jordan went off on the refs like so much that you could hear it through your TV what he was saying. Oh, my favorite is Dennis Smith Jr. Dennis oh. Smith Jr. is like and he got a tech too. Uh, he, I think he got a tech for dunking. He, he got, he, no, he, for, taunting, for taunting. For taunting. taunting. No, he, yeah, yeah he, he 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 finished the layup, and then he flexed his muscles and got a yeah. tech. And I love that tech because it's the best. It was like, <laughs> but you know who didn't get a tech? DeAndre Jordan yeah. for yeah. going crazy to the point where Jack Armstrong was talking about uh, washing his his mouth with soap and water because he was swearing so much. Um, my like for that game was they only had seven turnovers. They had 21 in the Houston game, so I mean, they uh, definitely a point uh, that Nick Nurse made to them before the game. Um, so, like, they don't win that game if they turn the ball over anymore. So, seven turnovers is probably close to their season low. How about your dislike or like? Uh, dislike second half three point shooting. Three point shooting, we shot 50, percent but you gotta understand that when I was watching the game, the first half, the first half, it was almost 12. I think we I remember recording it was 12 to 17 early on. So that's approximately 70 percent on three point shooting. And then we went five of 17 to 29. Obviously, it averaged to 50, but there was a clear difference in the three point shots from the beginning to the end. And that was almost like, oh, this is a, that's how we let Dallas 
back into the game. What I liked about this game, and I love this, the chemistry between Kawhi and Kyle is picking up, but the best one of this entire thing is zone defense. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God, it was back. It was back, and it helped. Like, this time it was really good, right? And zone defense works against really bad teams who can't shoot, who can't, who are not consistent three-point shooters. I think they would, it would work really well against the Raptors sometimes. If- they they put it out this time as long as I've seen it out. They had it probably for like four or five yeah. possessions. They actually got it back. Like they yeah. cut that lead back, and they forced they forced Doncic to make some crazy shots. I think one or two he made some like ridiculous shots, which is like unheard of for a rookie to make, or unheard of anyone to make. Like Hannah's face, Leonard's right in there. He made he made it. It is what it is. He is going to be a superstar in this league. Uh, but that zone defense was perfectly executed. And it always comes when the Raptors are down, like say like five points, like two possession game, let's say, mm-hmm. and it kind of ignites that pressure with that fast break points because that you understand zone defenses forces their teams to shoot that three ball, and the Raptors are really good at transition offense. So when you're shooting that three ball, that rebound is coming straight to either Kyle or Jonas or whoever it is, Serge, and they've got to rush it out. They've got to rush it out. And you'll see Siakam, Kawhi going right to the hoop. That's the advantage of zone defense when Toronto plays it because they're a very, very good transition offensive team. And it's really good against a team that obviously isn't a really good three-point shooting or has weak transition defense. So Yeah. yeah. No, and uh, one of the other things is it forces you to talk. Yeah, oh. it's, it's a pure communication thing. Like zone defense is all communication, all talking, which is hard to see because I did not think Kawhi could even speak a word. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, you know what? It's pretty quickly that that whole like narrative of Kawhi doesn't talk has gone away. Well, yeah, people don't talk away. about it that much no. anymore, right? He talks now. It was minus twenty six today. The only thing that came to my mind today, I was like, oh my god, I hope Kawhi is indoors and he's not seeing this outside. He's not walking outside. Yeah, yeah, no. He's minus twenty six. Windchill snowstorm in Toronto. He's like. F that. Anthony Davis wants to get traded? Yeah, I'm going to LA as well. Yeah, he's garage to garage today, man. That's it. <laughs> he's not He's not wearing that Louis Vuitton scarf uh, outside. Okay, Tal, tell them who we're sponsored by. With minus 30 degree weather all around, the freezing winds of Toronto are all upon us. In cold days like this, you need a hot chocolate spike with some liquor, a warm blanket provided by Amazon, a fireplace, a fireplace view that you can now get through Rogers TV, and a cuddly, buddly, cuddy, cuddy, cuddy buddy provided by yourself. Before you start looking, make sure you are in the right condition. So please remove those crop pictures, those god awful selfies, and these on those god awful angles. And for the love of God, please do not post a gym selfie. To get those shots, contact the best in the business, tinderphotography.ca, for your ultimate photo shoots in any in any weather and in any condition. We make you look damn good. Oh, it's true. It's damn true. Oh, wow. Yeah, you That's add- a court angle reference for you yeah, right there. <laughs> you, you ad-libbed a little bit at the end there. <laughs> that wasn't on the script for everybody to know. He just, he just court angled at the end there. Well, it was the the founder of the business had told me that you could add a little bit just because you want to be more, okay. you know, we wanted to be, we want to relate to our listeners, but more of, to our wonderful podcast host who may be our potential client, who's also a big wrestling fan. So, you know, he's like, you know, Akshay, hint, hint. Is a no, big I'm wrestling good. Fan. I'm good. I'm enjoying my selfies. They're good. They're good. Do not post that selfie <laughs> or any pictures associated with anything. Like it's anything. only selfies, only selfies. 
If, if, ladies, if you have seen Akshay's gym selfie, please swipe left. Actually, swipe right, screenshot that, and post it at Twitter. Yeah. That's what you do. Post that all over the internet. You know, as, 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 a, as one of those Tinder nightmare stories. Shame me for the gym selfie. Okay, let's do some take that for data. So I'm doing it this week. All right, buddy. Let's but do they're it. They're not going to rook us. Wow. Wow. They're not going to rook, 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 rook us. My guys dug in that game and earned the right to be in that game, and they did not even give us a chance. That's unacceptable. That was unprofessional. To take that for data. I'm not a numbers guy, but that doesn't seem to add up. All right, so take that for data. We haven't done it in a couple of weeks because we had other stuff going on. Um, you know, like we, we talked last week about the uh, – what did we do last week? We did – All-Star. All-Star. All-Star, and then All-Star. Week before that, me, we did let, the – let me tell you something. I had uh, indicated that Kemba Walker was going to be a starter, and he said Bradley Beal. So please, I was right. Kemba okay. is a starter, and in a few weeks, you will acknowledge that Tobias Harris will no, make the no, All-Star no, no, team. No. It's not a few weeks. It's like next week. Tobias, uh, baby. And then last, and I think the week before we did the grade. So we haven't done Take That for Data in a while. So I'm doing it this week. I wanted to talk about hustle stats. So I thought I'm going to talk about three hustle stats really quickly. Deflections, charges drawn, and box outs. So deflections, for anybody who doesn't know, is literally just getting your hand on the ball at any point during the game when you're the defender. Um, Charges drawn is just when you take a charge. Kyle Lowry, obviously, is the best on the team for that. Uh, He's the one who takes the most. And box outs, for anybody who doesn't know, is when the ball is coming off the net on a missed shot and you're the defender, you put your hands out to block... um, the offensive team from getting close to the basket and kind of hold them back. Uh, and so obviously in those cases, the, the, the centers and the bigs are, are the highest in those ones. So deflections, let's get this. So the Raptors, <clears throat> the top five in deflections are Kawhi Leonard, obviously 3.5, Kyle Lowry at 2.4, Van Vliet at two, Wright at 1.8, and Green at 1.6 and then Pascal is your number six at 1.5. So I think those all make sense. You like just watching the games, you feel like those are the guys who are getting their hands on the balls the most. Um, and probably the guys who lead in steals. The reason that this stat is so important is because it actually correlates pretty well to steals. You know, Leonard gets his hand on the ball the most, gets the most steals. So does that count as a deflection and a steal? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It does. Yeah. So I looked up the top 10 in the league and then I asked, Talib, this question. I told him he's not allowed to look it up. I said, who do you think leads the league in deflections? And it isn't Paul George. It isn't Westbrook. It isn't Covington. It isn't Leonard. It isn't Draymond Green, Butler, uh, Chris Paul, or Holiday. Those guys are 3 through 10 in the league. Who do you think I, leads the league? My initial thing, as soon as you said this question, was yeah. I was going to go to Paul George yeah. uh, and, and Drew Holiday because I thought those were two really good. The next guy on my list would be when I'm looking at it, the guy who plays the most, and if you're playing deflections, you're playing the, you're 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 not you're not a forward, you're a guard per se, guard or small forward because you're playing those inner lanes, the passing lanes. You're trying to block that yeah. pass. So I'm gonna go with James Harden. No way! How did you actually guess that? Is it right? Yeah, it is right. Yeah. The, the reason I say that is one, he plays a lot of minutes. How cheated? I did not cheat. I did not cheat. I did not cheat. The reason I wanted Drew Hall, I, I, would, I wouldn't have gone for James Harden as number one unless you told me 
George or Drew Holiday? Was, I, I was going to go with Drew Holiday or George just because I know George is having a really good defensive season. And Drew Holiday, I know, plays like, like, like a ridiculous amount of minutes a game. And he is a very active defender with his hands in that sense. Uh, the rest of the guys are good, but I just they don't play as much. All right. Wow. That, that so I would think it was probably James Harden with his like weirdest hands. And he's also like... If you said it counts as steals as well, so he's up there as well. So. Okay, wow, I was impressed. Okay, Chris Dunn is actually number two, which Chris is Chris also- Dunn from Chicago. From Chicago is number two in deflections. Is this per game? Oh yeah. man, yeah, per game. I think he, I, I don't have the raw numbers in front of me, but I think he was at three point seven or something like that. Three point six. Three point six. Um, okay, wow, you're one for one. All right, we'll go to question number two. <laughs> charges drawn. So charges drawn. Uh, and anybody who watches the Raptors knows that Kyle Lowry leads no. the Raptors in, regardless of the fact that he's even missed like 15 games, he still leads the Raptors by a fair margin um, with 16 charges so far. Uh, Kawhi Leonard, surprisingly, has not drawn a charge this year at uh, all. He, he's not going to draw a charge. Yeah, I guess he's just... Hey, you're a superstar. You ain't drawing a charge. <laughs> this guy can get like three, like these high deflections and everything. Why the hell you want to draw a charge, man? Like, screw that, man. You, you just came out, come back with an injury. Enjoy uh, your body. Relax. Take it easy. Enjoy the, the cold weather in Toronto. No need to take that charge, man. Uh, Ilya Sova leads the league with 24 drawn charges in only 35 games. That's pretty crazy. That, that I knew. I knew Ilya Sova was, like, insane. I was like, holy shit. Okay, question number two. Who is second on the Raptors in jar- charges drawn? Uh, I'm going to have to go with a guess here because I have no idea. I knew Kyle Lowry's number one by like a long shot. Yeah, yeah. The second one, I'm going to go with a defensive player. So I've seen uh, Danny Green probably. Ah, two for two. Danny Green. You're killing it today. All right. I, I, I do think it's like, I think they're like, I think Kyle Lowry's up by like a lot. And yeah. then it's like a massive gap. And then it's like Danny Green and all the rest of them. Yeah. So the numbers are 16 for Kyle, five for Green, two for CJ Miles. Oh, that's our, that's, that's our, that's our upcoming. TJ's PJ's superstar right here. Yeah, exactly. You got to buy the PJs. Don't forget. Um, I'm getting it. And then two for OG and then one for Monroe. Oh, Monroe. There you go. <laughs> Monroe. Okay, and then box outs. So box okay. outs, obviously, the, the, the big guys lead the box out stats. So Surge leads with 7.3. Uh, then Jonas with 5.9. Pascal, 5.5. And then Greg Monroe with 3.8. Then you get into the guards and they're bo- them boxing out. Who do you think? Which guard has the highest number of box outs per game? So Kwai, Lowry, DeLon, Van Vliet, Miles, OG, or Powell? Those, those are your options. Which one has to go three for three in questions? Who do you think has the highest number of box outs per game? Man, I have no idea, but Lowry. Oh, see, you went, you lost, you lost this one. OG has it. 2.9. You made that a purpose. You knew I was never going to guess OG. That's bullshit. You know how much I dislike OG. And I, no, I, I honestly, if you ask me, I thought you might get this one right and you might get um, the the charges drawn one. But I didn't think you were going to get Harden. I was like, Harden? Anyway, so that one I was impressed you guys. So you went two for three. So that's not bad. That's not bad. Damn. So it, it's pretty interesting to like look at who, um, you know, who leads – the team on, on kind of the more obscure stats. There's a lot more that we can dig into, and we will next in future time, episodes. But I'm, I'm going to be very curious. Now. Next time I watch the game, I'm going to keep an eye out for OG on that box out. I'm going to see how how he's getting those box outs. Uh, I know he's he he does he is pretty active on the defensive glass as well. But the box out is a key key aspect. Here. And Larry, obviously, 
I was surprised Lowry's not up there because Lowry really gets those rebounds. Oh, he is. He is. So it's 2.9 OG, it's 2.4 Kawhi, and then Kyle is 2.2. Oh, fair enough. Okay. And then DeLon Wright's the worst guard. No, actually, uh, Norman Powell's the worst guard. 0.9. Ah. So well, he has, he boxes out once per game. All right. He's hitting those three-pointers right now. Yeah, I don't yeah, care. Yeah. So it, it also, like, who you're guarding, right? You're not going to box out somebody at the three-point line. Um, okay, cool. You, you did pretty good, Talib. I'm surprised. I'm surprised uh, you got so the hard end one. All right. You know, sorry. You know why? Ahead. I'll tell you why. Because I was at an I was at a family event the other day, mm-hmm. and someone asked me. I'm at this age of 30. People ask. Someone asked me. He's like, Talib, don't you want to get married? Do you want to look for someone special? And without even thinking, the first thing that came in my mouth, the first thing that, that I said was like, "But I've got NBA league pass." <laughs> It, I didn't even I didn't even say anything. All all the first thing that came out, I was like, "But I got NBA League Pass," and that kind of answered my question because NBA League Pass has opened eyes for me. Right? Just, I think this is better than marriage. <laughs> I think it is. I think it is. I don't know. I've never experienced it, but I think this is pretty close. I, I'm. I, I don't think you're going to get any marriage proposals after this podcast. <sighs> well, I got till April, guys. April, I'm booked. Out. Oh, sorry, till June. We're going to finals. June. <laughs> And then it's WNBA or NBA Summer League. I'll watch. Yeah. No, then you could be a Blue Jays fan. Uh, I don't watch that garbage. <laughs> All right, predictions. Let's get out of here. Let's do our predictions and get out of here. All right, so we got two games this week. It's like it feels like there's no there's no Raptors at all this week. I can't. I have to wait four days for a game. So it's Milwaukee at Toronto. Huge game. I think. I think that will be a battle of first. Unless Milwaukee might play tomorrow, so they might come in with. They are playing. I think they are playing tomorrow. They, yeah. are, they are catching up on a couple of games right now. Yeah, so they did they, lose against OKC the other day. Paul George decided to go ham on them. Uh, was pretty phenomenal. And, like, I think he had this massive dunk on Yanis. If you, if you haven't checked it out, please check it out on, like, House of Highlights or something. Paul George went crazy on Giannis. Uh, it was, it, Milwaukee had a rough game against OKC. Yeah. But they're too good of a team to, like, take that and be affected by it. Yeah, so they're playing. I just looked into it. They're playing um, uh, Dwayne Casey tomorrow in the Detroit Pistons. So they probably will come in. I think they're tied right now with the Raptors, but they'll probably come in half a game up because I think they're going to beat the Pistons tomorrow. Um, and but still, that will be a game for for first place. So you, what do you think? Win or loss? Uh, I have it as a win, yeah. but uh, if you see here, my bra- I've, I've, I put a brackets in there, and it says pray. <laughs> <laughs> one of the reasons is like I'm going to the game, so I'm really excited. But man, I I, I don't like I I think they would win. You can't tell anything with this team. We've lost all four games, so my thing, my, I'm going with the hunch that the Raptors come out with some vengeance and be like, hey, you know, we want to beat these guys. But when Milwaukee starts shooting really well and Giannis finds those lanes, you're unstoppable. Also, Thornmaker wants a trade, so Thornmaker is the one guy who's been actually been hurting us. So if he's not gonna play, I don't know if he's gonna play <laughs> or so. Uh, I'm okay with him not playing because he, yeah, he, he hasn't hurt us this year. He hurt us last year. Last year, right? So I'm scared of Thonmaker because I was like, who is this guy? You should be scared of your your boy, Brooke Lopez. Uh, step back three, step back Brooke, man. Yeah. Step back Brooke. Yeah, man. You know, LA, LA Lakers had him. Lakers had him. They could have had their own James Harden, but they traded him. <laughs> so that's all that James Harden is now. He's just a step back three. Uh, I, I picked win as well. I mean, I don't know. I, I have. I just have a weirdly good feeling about this game. I think they're going to come out um, really strong and really rested. They're going to have two two days to practice, which they haven't had in a long time. Uh, so I, I picked win. I picked a win too. 
Um, and then Sunday, that's uh, that's the pre-Super Bowl game. They've got Clippers at Toronto, 3 yeah. o'clock start time. What do you got for that one? I got a win for that one. Uh, I love Tobias Harris, love Gallinari. That Clippers team is fun to watch. It's a really, really good team. But this is going to be raps coming out and just crushing it. I wonder if Kawhi is going to play. He doesn't play against these LA teams. So. No, he's... <laughs> I wonder if they're going to be like, oh, yeah, you're not playing in LA. You're load right. management? Load management. Uh, they got two games in seven days. If they call load management, I think Twitter might explode. <laughs> I think it could be. You wouldn't be surprised. It was a load manager. We're trying to manage. Load uh, management. Like, it's basically like anti-LA. We will not him. We will not, we will not let Lawrence Frank see him anywhere, yeah. even if it's playing his own team. You should, you should call in sick tomorrow at work and just go load management. Can't make I it. wish I did, right? Yeah. So if anyone who's listening to this at work, I'm going to be not coming to work. I'm going to be just seeing this thing. Talibus called in load management on Slack. Yeah, load management. Not coming in. You can set your little status on Slack, on Slack to load management. Load management. I only work 25 hours yeah. a week. <laughs> Guys, it's a legitimate excuse, all right? Load management. Load management. All right, I think we're good. Uh, we're good. Anything else, Tal? No, that's all. Uh, just follow us on the un- Untitled Raptors Instagram uh, Raptors Instagram handle. Uh, give us a shout. Uh, send us an email at the Untitled Raptors Podcast at gmail.com. Leave us a, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and give us, leave us a comment. And if you're on Spotify, subscribe. And uh, love to hear love to hear any thoughts or any comments from you guys at all, as always. Yeah, let us know what you want to hear. We'll uh, we can we've we've heard in the past things like we want to understand San Antonio's turnaround things like that. So if you if you want us to talk about anything, let us know. We're always looking for good ideas. Always. Thanks, guys. Have a good week. All right. See you guys.